the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's I on Real Estate on AM 970. The answer. AM 970 presents Eye on Real Estate. This is your premier source for real estate information. From the hot properties in the tri-state to the latest in real estate market trends. From mortgage news to answers to all of your real estate questions, you'll be in the know with help from the experts. Call now, 866-970-9622. 866-970-9622. Now, here's your host for Eye on Real Estate, Douglas Elements Vice Chair, Dottie Herman. You're listening to I Am Real Estate. I'm Dottie Herman. And um, my co host, Ace Weather Suparp, is here. And uh, Steve Wagner, our Ace attorney, who is going to be talking a little about co ops and condos. But we were just going to finish up with the commercial um, part of what relief you can get or not get so that everybody's informed. And again, we try to inform everyone um, so that they're aware of, you know, where they should call or what they should know or if they're entitled. A lot of people who are entitled to benefits have not taken advantage of that. Um, And then in a few minutes, we're going to have Steve Tyrell, who is a singer, producer, and songwriter. Um, And in the Rolling Stones, they say when he came into recorded here, it was the only person that they wanted and uh, they call him uh, Ray Charles and he's just graciously he agrees to sing his song and he's one and only time he ever sang a television theme song and he's going to tell us about that but he'll be there in a few minutes I just want to finish up on this all right so Stephen um, and our number 866-970-9622 please if you want to call so a commercial landlord now um has not been given the same uh, liberties that residential uh, owners have. So there's no assistance available, but yet I, I am now reading that there is assistance um, if you have like a small business. Is that, I mean, do you, I mean, commercial landlords, certainly a small business owner might wonder why there's no distinction in the act to separate the protections given to keep residential tenants and why they didn't do that with commercial. Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, that I they, think they it's, missed the mark on that. I don't know why with the, why they wouldn't have done that. Do you have any ideas I, on I that? Th- yeah, I do. Um, actually, I, I think it's a political thing. Um, and, um, you know, I'm just take, let's take us back two years ago um, to the massive changes in the residential real estate land, landlord-tenant laws, the Housing Stability and Tenants Protection Act of 2019. It's called the HSTPA. And the HSTPA um, gave rights to tenants that had been over, say, a period of 25 years 
eroded away by a legislature in Albany that um, was favoring landlords when uh, there was a change in the control of uh, uh, Albany legislature. Um, suddenly there was this massive change in the laws that not only gave back residential tenants many of the things that had been eroded over the years and took away things from landlords that had been obtained, but did it in such an extreme manner that if it were a if it were a pendulum on a clock and the pendulum were all the way over on one side, which it kind of had been in favor of landlords, it suddenly switched back even further in tenants' favor. And I, I'm, I'm, I can say that um, as you know, a, a, a guy who represents a lot of tenants, um, and, and it was remarkable um, how much uh, it changed. I think it's the same thing going on for commercial landlords. They're viewed as uh, big guys who all have tons of money, and uh, they can afford it. And even though, as I said, I represent a lot of tenants, it has not been fair to commercial landlords. They still have to pay their mortgage. They still have to pay their taxes. They still have to pay their insurance. They still have to pay for um, uh, heat and maintenance of the building and everything else that's involved. How does someone, because really, if you're a commercial tenant, and again, I know a lot of people that are commercial tenants that are hurting, and it's been totally an unfair law that they really didn't get any aid. Uh, Now I think they're saying if they had hardship, if somebody wrecked their property. Um, How does somebody get a hold of you? Because you really need a really good attorney who specializes in real estate uh, to plead your case. Unless you have a landlord, which, of course, you can always try with your landlord first. But the landlords are the ones that are getting hurt. And, you know, I think that there's such a bureaucracy the year. And I'm not faulting anyone, but there was a lot of mistakes made, okay, because people didn't think things through. How does somebody reach you? Oh, well, I can just give my telephone number, which is 917-843-9296. And the law firm's name is Wagner, Burkow, and Brandt. Um, and uh, we're at uh, 462 7th Avenue in Manhattan. So I'm happy to take calls and speak to people for 10 or 15 minutes, uh, you, you know, as, as a complimentary, um, uh, you know, uh, to give them some idea about whether they have a real problem in rights or whether they're uh, stuck. So happy to take those calls. And thank you. Yes. No, well, listen, we try to give people the resources, and there's nobody that we've ever had on the show that we wouldn't use ourselves. I mean, we don't just let anybody come on the show. Um, I'm going to take two minutes because I, um, I believe Steve Tyrell is on the line. Steve, are you there? Yeah, can you, can you hear me, Donnie? Yes, we can. And, you know, it was a surprise. I'm so glad you're on. I thought it was next week they told me, but I'm so glad you're on today. You're a name that uh, I would say most people just, you know, it's a name embedded in my mind. How have you been during the pandemic and what have you been up to? Well, it gave me an opportunity to finish an album I started about over and over again called Shades of Ray, my my tribute to the great Ray Charles. 
And so I finally, being home for, you know, 18 months or so, got a chance to finish it, and it's just coming out next week. I'm very proud of it. It's the songs of Ray Charles. So that's where I spent most of my time during the pandemic. But my uh, my albums have been... Uh, very successful at retail and design stores and furniture stores and home furnishings places. When my first album came out, um, the when was that? Company, Do you remember? Uh, well, that was in 1999, I think. Uh, so that was the first time that uh, you know it, it. They they start selling it in retail stores. <clears throat> uh, there's a store in. Uh, Los Angeles called the Ivy, which is, you may know the Ivy. And uh, it's a very upscale restaurant in, uh, in, in Los Angeles. It's also by the shore. And it's, uh, it's owned by a lady named Lynn Von Kirsting. And she's very respected in, in the L.A. social world. And she loved my album. I remember her calling me when it came out with uh, Sophia Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> was in her house and telling wow. them that they liked it. And she said, yeah, so they did. and she said that uh, she, you know, she had wanted to buy it and sell it in her stores. So that kind of started everything off. And from there, um, furniture stores and stuff started selling my album. Uh, and we sold thousands of them that way. I know it was actually. a privilege to have you on our, our air. So I understood that you called up Ray Charles. Well, I did on when I made this album. I had recorded. Uh, I knew Ray Charles. I had recorded and produced him singing on his albums a couple of times. I did a song with he and Diana Ross. I produced and I had. I was working on a, a television show. And I wrote this song, uh, Curiosity, which is on this album uh, for CBS. And uh, I thought it never was released. So I, I thought I would call and see if I could get permission to put it on my album as a bonus track. And I did. And Sabrina oh, wow. and I sing it together. Yeah. So what's but the name I of did. your album? Yeah. So what's the it's name called, of the album called, again? It's called Shades you of Grey. Shades of Grey and... Um, Hey, you know what? I am uh, dating myself here, but I used to work when I was in college in a record store. Actually, they had, for those of you who are much younger, they actually had record stores that were huge and uh, people hung out in them all day. I mean, people just hung out. And, yeah, right. Uh, I, I mean, right? I mean, those are great days. You hung out in the record store. There was music. Nobody threw you out. You could stay there. There was Sam Goody. There was Record World. People stayed there right, for hours right, and hours. Right. Remember those days? Yeah, and, sure. Uh, I remember Sam Goody. Sam Goody. Remember and, that? And, uh, yeah. And I remember so Record World be... was a magazine that I was on the cover of that once. Oh, uh, I used but... to be the buyer for classical music because I did a lot of ballet when I was young. And I uh, also did the Disco 45s. If you remember, they had the big Disco 45s, the long versions of the Disco versions. Right, right. They'd be like 16 and, and, minutes long. Yeah, and there was no better place to work when you were in college because everybody and every cute guy, everybody just walked into record stores and hung out. So it was great. I would be in another state. they go, oh, there's the girl from Record World. So it was wonderful. And I know all your albums, you know, 
what you do. And I just want to know now, there's, I don't know of any record stores. There might be a couple, but they're not. So how, do, how does someone, where do they get your album? Well, most of the stuff is, I mean, you can get it on Amazon, any Amazon, place. Amazon, right? Now. Yeah, but it's its its downloaded, you know. its a, it, You can download it. But I love my cover of my album, this, and 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 this, I won't be, it's coming out on, and it's already out on download. You can download it at, at uh, Amazon and all those kind of places. It's called Shades of Ray. And it's uh, it's my tribute to Ray Charles, but but um, so I encourage people to get it. You can get that at five seconds. Yeah, but that's what happened to record stores, you know, because now too you bad. can just yeah, it is. They miss out that's on a too lot. Bad. Of it. I loved the, yeah. the record stores were great. It was a great experience, and everybody was there, and I knew every single album and every single label. And then, of well, course, this, this album will, uh, they had Billboard Magazine, and right, Billboard right. Magazine was the kind of industry standards for music. And so they would call up and say, Dottie, what are the top 10 sell- selling albums? What are the top singles? And the more they would, you know, and of course, they will, each company tried to push you to use one of their songs. And then, of course, right. they would give you I had tickets to everything. It was great. But anyhow, I'm gonna buy the. Uh, I'm gonna download it, and um, I hope to have you also, back on also, again. Also, uh, Dottie, this album will be out in vinyl, which is kind of a step oh, back uh, to what you're talking about uh, oh, on uh, on uh, November November fifth. And would you uh, do me a favor? Would you let us know when it's out so that we can tell everybody? Yeah, November the fifth. I'm telling you right now, November it's going to be out. That that's going to be. It'll be in vinyl. It'll be a beauty. It's a beautiful package, you know. Uh, so I, I I still like it. The albums that you can actually put your hands on and feel, you know. This is my thirteenth yeah. album. You were talking about Billboard. This is my thirteenth album, and all twelve of my twelve of my previous albums have made the top five in the Billboard charts. Well, congratulations. Congratulations, and we'd love to have you again, and thank you, and um, we'll be sure to get your album. Thank you Well, so thank much. you, Dottie, for having me on. You're pretty famous girl weekend. yourself. <laughs> All right, Tyrell, Tyrell, Tyrell yeah. before you go, I, I heard you have a show um, out in the Hamptons tomorrow. Is that right? Oh, yeah. We didn't even, yes, right. Tomorrow oh, yeah, night. Tell our you. listeners. Tomorrow, yeah, well, uh, you know, I didn't, yes, it's tomorrow night. I'm, I'm playing in Boston tonight, and I played in New Hampshire night before, and all of them have uh, been sold out. I don't know about tomorrow night if it's sold out or not, but there's always tickets. So please come and see me. I love playing in the Hamptons. I played there for years, and it's a great place, and Boston is sold out tonight. So, you know, try to come see me. They always say they're sold out, but you can always get in, you know. I'll find out. I'll be here. I'll see you tomorrow. I'll, I'll find out. Okay. Oh, come to the Hamptons. I'd love to meet you. Bye-bye. I'd love to meet you, too. Thank you. Well, listen, when it comes to music, I'm a music addict. First thing I do in any place I live, first thing I do before I buy furniture, before I buy anything is I wire my house with the right speakers and the right sound systems because I don't think I could live without music. I love music.
anyhow, that took us away. I didn't expect to on this week. I thought it was next week. So, uh, but getting back to what we were, you're listening to Iron Real Estate, and we had a diversion that I don't, that was great, but I, I don't want to lose track of what we were talking about. We were talking with Steve, uh, you know, about commercial owners and how they have not had their fair shape. And I think they're, um, I think that they're trying to do a few things to help them, but um, we're hoping that they get more home, that they're getting more help. And I want everyone to remember, we're giving a thousand dollars away. I'm going to post it on our our, our website. A thousand dollars away for the next a month in cash. A thousand dollars for the best division, definition of what home is. We're going to take the top, maybe maybe the top five, and then we're going to ask everyone on our. Uh, all of our radio audience to help us pick the best one. So you'll want to get that in. $1,000, goodness, you can do a lot of things with $1,000. Uh, then that's sponsored by uh, Douglas Elliman and uh, Citizens Bank. So uh, you want to finish up, see, so there's really not much they can do other than they're trying to now help them if they had somebody really take advantage of, of like wrecking the property. Uh, what do you, what do you think the impact is to homeowners to, uh, to commercial uh, companies? Stephen, do you see any impact? To, you know, to homeowners, you mean, uh, commercial, no, to residents, to commercial, to commercial. <clears throat> the, to the impact on them is that they are yeah. having to, cut deals with uh, their tenants to delay um, rent or possibly move them to other space that they can afford so that they can have larger plates, that is, larger spaces to rent out um, to larger, better-financed companies. Um, And, um, you know, they... uh, I don't know... I have not been involved with many uh, commercial... Um, property owners, because it's not my area, strictly speaking of the law, that they would refinance possibly with lower interest rates if they're able to without a prepayment penalty. But, um, you know, the the commercial landlords have uh, pretty much had to hold on. Um, I I know um, one um, young man who's done very, very well uh, in commercial real estate, and uh, this is a hard time for him. Very hard time for well, him. I have an article uh, that was, I have an article that was in the Post, I think, yesterday, and it said landlords whose tenants have left them with in the rears can now seek assistance from the state. The state right. office of temporary and disability assistance launched a hundred twenty-five million dollar landlord assistance program. Thursday. So it just happened. Um, that's why we like to tell you right as soon as things go on. It just happened Thursday. The initiative will support owners who don't qualify for federal rental assistance because their tenants have moved out or otherwise unwilling to cooperate. Now, let me just tell you what that means. If you're a tenant that never paid you, then moved out, you can't get federal assistance. Okay? If you're a tenant who doesn't fill out any paperwork to get federal, to get, you know, relief so that the state helps him, um, then you're also out of luck. So if 
they didn't fill out the paperwork or they were unwilling to cooperate on relief applications, qualified landlords may become, may be compensated for up to a year of past due rent. So it's not everything. Uh, so, but that's the new program that's out. And to qualify, landlords must rent their units at no more than 150% of market rates on their area. And um, owners must also demonstrate that they are that they accumulated arrears on March 1st, 2020, or later, and they have tried at least three times. Now, if you can't prove that you've tried to get the rent, you're not going to get this program, okay? including, listen to this, including twice in writing. So if you have never written to your land, to your, your tenant in writing, maybe you just talked to him, and I'm sure a lot of people didn't. That's why they always say put things in writing. I don't know if you're going to qualify for this. So all I can say is if you have tenants still living there uh, that didn't move out, please put it in writing because to qualify for these programs, they want proof in writing. So that's all I'll say about that. You know, I think things are unfair. But then again, I wonder how some of these people that made their, you know, I, I don't, I, this is sarcastic and really not nice to say, but I'm going to say it. I don't know how some of these people really got their jobs. They don't know anything about business. And I really think that to be in politics, you really need to know something about business too or people that it affects people. You can't be like that professor that is so knowledgeable, okay, in his subject, but he's never worked a day in his life, so he's never actually applied. applied. So I think that's kind of what happens. The amazing thing Going to me, back- Dottie, is when they, they don't even ask sometimes. I know. You know, they, I, they, don't, they don't go to the commercial owners or they don't go to, um, you know, uh, the associations that represent them or even to the bar associations when it comes to uh, the, uh, the effect of laws. And they pass laws that um, a, a perfect example is uh, with the HSTPA, we were talking about earlier, the Housing Security Tenant Protection Act, um, how they inadvertently included co-ops and prevented them from raising rent um, without prior notice. And yes. there was no distinction in the law between a you know a regular rental building and a co-op. And a co-op, of course, they're not profit-based. They're trying to uh, you know keep maintenance charges low. But if they need money, if they have to do an assessment, they have to do an assessment. And they, under this new law, they it, it becomes problematic. They can't really do it. So it's it's uh, you have to they, they should and don't always consult with the experts, whether it be a lawyer or an association, or, uh, you know, finance people, or or brokers, for that matter. They, they, they were going to pass yeah. the law. They were See, passing a law. From, a uh, yeah, but you do a ton of co-op and condo uh, work. And um, what, what did the condos and co-ops do when they couldn't have elections because they couldn't go be in the building? Oh, and they couldn't have action meetings. Let me tell you, that, that, yeah, that's what was that a lot like? now. Well, what's happening is um, because of COVID, it, you can't have the actual meetings at a location. So the right. laws changed that allowed um, uh, uh, boards to have entirely virtual meetings. You always had to have a meeting at a place. Um, and you could also have some 
virtual aspect to it. But during the pandemic, they are now allowing um, completely virtual meetings without even having a location. Um, and but what has also happened is um, many co-ops have decided that because of the pandemic, they can't um, have a meeting. And when when that happens, you wind up with a board that is basically perpetuating itself by not calling meetings. So um, a lot of what what I've been doing lately is I've been um, using a a section of the business corporation law, section 603 of the business corporation law, which allows 10% of the shareholders to sign a petition. And when that petition is submitted, the board has a very short period of time um, to call a meeting. And if they don't call a meeting, Anyone who signed the petition can call a special meeting for the purpose of electing directors. And I have to tell you, the, the, the timing of the statute, you, after you submit the petition, they, they have five days themselves to call a meeting. If they don't call the meeting, um, a, any of the uh, signatories on the petition can call it. And, and that meeting has to be no um, less than 60 days after the um, after the petition is submitted. So um, it gives the board time to call the meeting. I have, with the one very notable exception, uh, anytime we've served one of these petitions, the board has called the meeting immediately because they don't want the, um, uh, you know, the shareholders who are upset with them and filed the petition to be the ones calling the meeting and running it. Um, and uh, the other interesting thing is with this statute is uh, very often they don't have a meeting or say we can't get a quorum. That is enough people showing up to conduct business. And with this Section 603 I mentioned, it eliminates the quorum requirements. So, right. if, By the way, that's if, what we if, tell you when you're in a co-op. Remember that shares in a corporation for all of you listeners who might have forgotten. Um, So you actually are part of a, uh, you have shares in a corporation. You don't actually own the real estate. So there's a lot of rules that you should know. And now with this going on, it's posed other problems. I, I, I know that I have a friend who said they're trying to overturn the board and they don't know how to do it. I'm going to, give them your number, and when you repeat it, you know, I'm going to give them your number to call you because I don't know how you do that. But let me ask you, since you deal so much um, with the COVID, how, how have you seen, uh, uh, how have you seen it affect real estate and residential sales? And what are they doing as, uh, the, what, what, are they, what kind of things, I know what they did, when we really had, when we, when we first got COVID, it hit New York terribly, and they didn't really allow anybody up. Uh, how are they coping with that? Are they kind of getting more lenient? Uh, or, you know, everyone's doing their own thing. What are basically the co-ops and uh, doing with uh, the COVID situation now as far as safety, you know, or making sure people uh, are? Well, they're... they're- most of the most of the co-ops. I mean, this became a huge issue um, when COVID first um, uh, reared its ugly head. But uh, and and buildings created rules requiring 
um, uh, masks at all times and and the like. Um, many of them have loosened those rules now if they have some amenities, for example, a gymnasium um, they or, or a deck space on the roof or something. They, they are, have now allowed people to go up there and some you know, there's a, a, a there, as many buildings as you have, there are different policies, but most of them um, have eased the requirement um, and allowed people to use these amenities with masks, some even without masks. And um, the interesting thing to me is that the union, 32B32J, has entered into an agreement with the uh, Realty Advisory Board, which is the uh, negotiating group for landlords uh, and co-ops. Um, to that the um, uh, employees do not have to get vaccinated. And um, the, if they do not get vaccinated, they need to be um, uh, tested uh, and uh, wear masks. But it, it's, it was surprising to me well, that the union, union would go and say they don't want uh, uh, vaccination. And that's, that so, shocks me. That shocks me. Yeah. But it looks to me, AC, you seeing it also, it looks to me like that if you don't get your uh, vaccine, you're going to be limited to uh, going nowhere. And if not, you will have to be tested every time. I know my daughter's a teacher. And if they're, if they're not vaccinated, which most of the city, the city has a pretty high rate of vaccination in city schools. But if you're a teacher that didn't get vaccinated, I think you have to show proof every every week that you've had a COVID test. And that looks like it's going to be that you're limited to go anywhere. I mean, every people are asking me wherever I go to show the COVID card that you've had. So it looks like you're really going to be limited to what you can do without that vaccine. What do you think, Ace? Are you seeing the same thing? Yeah, Dottie, people are calling the vaccination cards the keys to the city. The key to the, to the city, right? So I think, you know, uh, restaurants, um, nightlife, anywhere that you're going to, um, whether it's a sports event, a concert, they're all asking for the vaccination cards. And if you don't have it, you have to get the uh, PCR test. So it is going to be a very interesting uh, time, you know, where folks need to show their vaccination cards. And if you don't have it, you may not be able to participate in uh, some of the things that are going on. So. Uh, yeah, so tell everyone who's like- listening to make a photo or take a picture on their uh, phone of their vaccination card. If you lose your wallet and you don't have your vaccination card or, uh, you know, it, for some reason it's misplaced, you are in trouble. So make sure you have a, at least a photo of it on your phone. Right. Make sure if you haven't done it already that you take mm-hmm. photos and don't do what I did. One time I said to the guy, oh, I have it, but I have to go to 1,000 pictures to find it. So you have to give me a little time. And uh, after the, I think the guy said, oh, forget it. But after that, I made sure to put it in a special spot, which is available, and I just click. Um, I have uh, what I think is not good news. Um, for those of you who remember that the SALT Act, which was... Uh, that you couldn't deduct was it over ten thousand of property taxes, something of that nature. I think it was ten thousand dollars that you could only deduct up to ten thousand dollars. They were trying to get rid of that because it's really unfair 
especially for people who live in states like New York and New Jersey, where the taxes are, are so high. And I was reading that um, that the hopes to lift that, which they were trying to lift that, um, that the, the, and, and make you be able to fully deduct your taxes uh, in New York that are growing bleaker. And that because uh, the president has been spending a spending package that he wants, that's so much money that that might be knocked out. And it looks like it is going to be knocked out, which is a mistake. So I would advise anybody to write to your to your local officials about how important that is, because the taxes um, are huge in New York and some of our surrounding states. And 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 it would be really uh, that would be a tremendous help for people to be able to duck their full amount of taxes. Obviously, in a state where the taxes aren't high, that's different. But in, in New York and Jersey and Connecticut, the taxes are really and Long Island taxes are really high. So uh, it looks like that's not going to happen. They're not going to let you deduct the full amount. Um, and that look, if they're going to spend that much money, they they should really put that in the package. That's my thoughts. Well, and I people, can tell you one other thing: they're they're raising capital gains rates too. Um, what are they raising uh, they're, them to? They're going to go from twenty to twenty-seven or twenty-seven and a half, I think. And they, from what I understand, the date that they're making it effective has already passed. Um, they were going to make it effective, I think, as of uh, September 14th. So if you have a contract dated before that date, you're okay. But if your contract is dated after that, when the new law comes in effect, you're going to be paying more in capital gains taxes. It's very important uh, if you have a, 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 a property that you're selling and um, you know uh, are going to have to pay tax on it. It's 7%. If it's a couple of million bucks. That's, that is so, so listen tale. carefully to what Stephen's saying, because if you are currently in the process of negotiating a deal, okay, that's a decent-sized deal, uh, maybe the price isn't exactly what you want, but you'd be wise to look at the numbers and make a decision based on you might be better off taking a lower rent and not a lower price, sales price and not paying the, the, that, that extra capital gains because it could amount to, as Stephen said, a mil, it could amount to millions of dollars. Um, I don't know. I don't know why they're doing that. I, I have no clue. I have no clue wh- what people are thinking. But that's really not going to help the city uh, or uh, come back the way it should because that's really was ne- should have never happened. There should have been an exception for high-tax states, in my opinion. Definitely. So I think it'll be I, great news. Uh, but we, I think we have a break and we'll be right back. So if you're listening, stay tuned. Uh, call us at 1 We'll be right back. This entertainment answer brought to you by Exergen. When I say it's bread week, do you immediately know what I mean? 
Then like me, you must be a fan of The British Baking Show, which kicked off a brand new season on Netflix September the 24th. You can watch Paul, Prue, and the crew for new episodes each Friday, or wait and binge them all in one yummy session. My favorite thing about this show is the bond between contestants and the encouragement that they give each other. All for that coveted cake stand and maybe a handshake from Paul. It's The British Baking Show on Netflix. For more news, head over to theentertainmentanswer.com. Your business is ready for a reboot, a recharge. The way our companies operate has changed. The changes haven't been easy, but there's help. The marketing team at Salem Surround gives you the tools needed to stand out and be visible to current and potential customers online right now looking for what you do. We can design a plan that targets potential customers with proven marketing strategies. Learn more at surroundnewyork.com. Surroundnewyork.com. Connecting you with new customers. From director Clint Eastwood comes Cry Macho, the story of being lost. You want me to go down there and kidnap him? Please. And found. Don't miss the Salem Radio Cry Macho sweepstakes. Enter for your chance to win $1,000, a Clint Eastwood DVD library, and more. See Cry Macho in theaters and HBO Max. Now playing. Rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. The Salem Radio Cry Macho sweepstakes. Visit am970theanswer.com forward slash Macho. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-555-2085. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-555-2085. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-555-2085. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-555-2085. 800-555-2085. Your business is ready for a reboot, a recharge. The way our companies operate has changed. The changes haven't been easy, but there's help. The marketing team at Salem Surround gives you the tools needed to stand out and be visible to current and potential customers online right now looking for what you do. We can design a plan that targets potential customers with proven marketing strategies. Learn more at surroundnewyork.com. Surroundnewyork.com. Connecting you with new customers. They say that in life, expect the unexpected. No one goes into marriage anticipating divorce. But when you need help navigating the rough waters, Helfand & Associates understands that every family situation is unique. Tanya Helfand is a certified matrimonial attorney in New York and New Jersey with 29 years of experience. Tanya's expertise includes family law, which entails custody, alimony, and child support, as well as complex financial cases and much more. Helfand & Associates represents both men and women in family law matters and settles 99% of cases, but is prepared to go to trial and fight for the client. Call 973-428-0800 to schedule a free consultation or email tanyahelfand.com. Divorce is not the end of the family. It's the beginning of a new, hopefully happier life. Be sure to tune in Sunday evenings at 5 for Should I Stay or Should I Go with Tanya Helfand of Helfand & Associates, only on AM 970, The Answer.
It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elliman's Vice Chair, Dottie Herman. We're back. You're listening to I Am Real Estate. I'm Dottie Herman. I'm with my co-host, Ace Wattasupar, and our special attorney, who's just one of the best attorneys in real estate that I know, uh, Steve Wagner. Thank you for being here. And Steve, how can people reach you again? You want to give that number? Call me at 917-843-9296. I pick up the phone directly. See? You get you don't get a million different people. You get Steve himself, which is who you want to see. He's one of the best attorneys I know in real estate. Um, I just want to just, before I start, what I should have started a long time ago, but we've got into talking about a lot of different issues. Uh, remember something with that SALT Act, uh, a lot of uh, the very progressive Dem- Democrats are saying that that tax is just for millionaires and that they should be able to pay the, they should not be able to get the deduction because they're millionaires. And for those of us who live on Long Island, in New York, in Connecticut, in Jersey, you know that the taxes on maybe a four or $500,000 house could be fifteen, twenty thousand dollars $20,000. Um, so, you know, it's not about millionaires, okay? It's really about the average person that has really gotten taxes that have gone out of control, okay? And so um, I really, really urge you to write to your local officials on really pushing them to get the exemptions back for real estate because I think that's a great harm to areas like ours that have high, high taxes, So that's my statement. But, you know, as I said, a lot of people complain, 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 complain. And I always tell people, you're complaining, but what are you doing? If you want things to get done, you have to get involved. You have to be progressive and write or contact people. Just complaining about it is kind of not going to do the trick. We've got to really be forceful on that because I think that's a big injustice, especially those of us who live in the Northeast. Okay, now, the next week or so, I wanted to really talk about buying a home since everyone's buying homes these days. And um, I will start today and continue next week. But um, remember something, in buying a home, there's seven steps. There's first you make an offer. Okay, so you you put down what you're offering. And, and there's an art to that. And we will be talking about, you know, what should your offer be? But you make an offer. Obviously, the homeowner um, or the commercial owner has to accept that offer. Um, then they have disclosure. In most states, sellers are legally required to provide buyers with disclosure documents, a pre- preliminary title report, copies of city reports, and documents. Okay. So you want to find out anything that's wrong with the property or that, you know, uh, could could hurt its 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 value. Um, then you get an appraisal. OK, most buyers put a certain amount of money down towards a purchase house. But even unless you're buying all cash in which then the bank does not come in. But if you're not buying all cash and you're taking the mortgage out, the bank will send in their appraiser to make sure that you're borrowing, 
that the, the, the property is worth what you're paying for. And if it's not, then they will not lend you the same amount of money. So the bank has an appraiser go in. He sends a third-party appraiser, which the buyer pays for to confirm, to confirm that the contract price is in line with the neighborhood's comparable sales. Then you have an inspection. And again, I tell everyone, do not, do not, do not skip the inspection. And that's where you hire uh, someone to come in and take a look at your house. And I, and, I, and I always advise that if you can make it, be there with the uh, inspector and, the, and have that engineer's report and have them go through the property. And you don't want little stuff like, you know, there's a paint chip over here or there's, you know, uh, this is a little, a little broken uh, faucet here. You want major structural damages. The idea is not to nitpick for little things because even if you buy a new house, as I said last week, you're going to find something. But you want to make sure the roof and, and the oil burner, everything that's a major expense is in decent order. Um, you don't want to walk into the house and find out that you have like thousands of dollars worth of bills just to make the house work. So do not ever forget to have an inspection. Then you have to get the loan approval or commitment. Now, if you do what ACE tells you to do and I'm telling you to do, you have that pre-approval so that the bank has already committed to lending you X amount of money. You know that they're going to lend you this money. It's just based on them coming in and sending their appraiser. And they will lend you that money as long as the house appraises to what it's selling for. They don't want to lend money on a bad deal. So if you are way overpaying for the house, which you want to know also, um, they'll come in and they probably won't do it. Then after that's all done and your loan is approved and you get a commitment, uh, right before you close, you go through the final walkthrough, which you want to be there and you want to do it as close to the closing date as possible, which is the day before possible. And you go through the house and you walk through the property and make sure of its condition that it's the same condition as when you saw it, and I advise you turn on all the water, you know, open the refrigerators, make sure you look because anything could have happened in the time that you saw the home and the time that you're closing. So you make sure you do the final walkthrough. And then you obviously have the closing. And there's a million people there, there's a million documents, and your real estate agent, your attorney, your escrow officer, the bank, um, that's when you actually close and, and, and take occupancy. So those are the kind of the steps that you have to do to get a home for sale. Now, people say, well, how do you save enough down payment? Well, obviously, I'm not going to tell you how to save. Uh, there's a million ways you can save money. It depends on you. But the first thing you should do is really see how much you need to save. Now, the standard down payment, as ACE will tell you, is 20% of the home's purchase. Um, so if, a, if you're going to buy a $300,000 house, you would need 60000 or more because you've got closing costs and all that. So, But there are lower mortgage payments, and there are programs that ACE will talk about over the next couple of weeks that really you can get a mortgage with a lot less than 20% down. So if you don't have 20% down, I advise you to call ACE at Citizens and find out some other options that you can use when you don't have 20% down payment. It doesn't mean that you can't buy a home. 
obviously, the more money you put down, the less your mortgage payments are and the easier it is to get a mortgage. But there are many programs where if you don't have 20%, you can still buy. Um, you can actually buy as low as 3%. Um, in certain right. cases. So you want to call citizens and find out about all these different programs. What do I tell you? Knowledge is power. Because there's many people who could be in a home right now and are paying high rents and really have enough down payment they just don't know it. So that is, you have to, so that you have to figure out how much you have to save. And then, of course, you have to tighten your budget. And that's based on you, you know. You have to cut out some luxuries, maybe cut out some dinners. Uh, maybe get a second job. Uh, but I'm telling you, Ace, your call and everything I'm reading is mortgage rates are going up. They have, might have gone up already. What, what's, what do you say? Yeah, I think, uh, again, you know, saving for a down payment is always critical. Obviously, the more down you put, the stronger your offer becomes, especially if you're taking out uh, financing. But, Dottie, the rates, um, I, I, look, we've been talking – I hesitate to tell our, our listeners yeah. where I think the rates are going to go just because the last seven, eight years, Dottie, we've been saying it's got to go up. It's got to go up. But you know what? I think, you know, looking at the rates today, 30-year fix, 2.875, lowest it's ever been in the history of the U.S. So I think it's safe to say now, Dottie, that, you know, rates are going to go up. And, and look, there's a couple of factors. I'm not just being – I'm not just being um, – I'm not telling you guys something that probably doesn't have validity in terms of why we think rates are going up, right? Number one, the pandemic. So the Federal Reserve, the government, they put a lot of liquidity into the marketplace, thus artificially suppressing the low interest rates to stimulate the economy, right? So I think there's a, there's a couple things that are happening within the next 12 months, and they've announced that they will not purchase any more mortgage-backed securities, which really means that now there's less liquidity and rates have to go up. So there's a couple of different factors for our listeners to know, Dottie, why rates are going up. But if you're a listener and you think about buying, you think about refinancing, call us. We're here for you. And I think we're at the end of the show, Dottie. So. We are already closing. Let me say this again. If you're thinking of buying in the next couple of years and you can find the house you like, get your... Uh butts out there and do it now because i don't often say this but now is the time to buy you are on ideal conditions even though property prices have escalated the financing and the mortgage rates are really at all time lows and that's really important it can make such a big difference eye on real estate with dotty herman is sponsored by citizens bank na Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.